Welcome back, you guys, to the second episode of Adult or Not. My name is Kayla. My name is Emily. Coming at you live. It's not live. It's, not live. it's a recording, but it was good. It was a good attempt. We could do like a, a live video. <laughs> that, honestly, I feel like that'd be kind of neat if we did that. Like some people will do the uh, live videos of the podcast. We should do one right now. All right, next episode. Well, Anyways, <laughs> we're in Louisville this time. We're back. Back home. Back home. Back oh, in the Ville. It's been as... seven whole days since we've seen each other. I saw you yesterday. Okay, well, besides. Besides yesterday? Besides yesterday. Okay, yeah. Before that, it was the seven whole days. Yeah. Kayla was really getting emotional last night and was telling everybody how much they loved <laughs> Or she loved them. Did I do yeah. that? She was like, you guys mean so much to me. Why do I always do that? No, it's cute. It's cute. It's cute. But Gosh, every time, guys, every time I just get like the slightest little bit of alcohol in my body system, it's it's just all of a sudden I feel like my friends and the people close to me don't realize how much they mean to me. So I have to let them know consistently. I mean, I appreciate it. It needs to stop. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> what's new this week, Kayla? What have you been up to? Um, let's see. I got my car back. Oh yeah, so that was exciting. Update from last week. Update we both last- did. That's right. I saw yours. I haven't. I haven't seen yours. I didn't see if it's good. But I'm sure it is. <laughs> it's fine. She's rolling. She's a going. So that's nice. That's exciting to be back in my vehicle. Yeah. But I'm not ready for classes to start. If I'm no. being honest with you. Two days? Well, you, you don't have class yeah. on Tuesday, right? No, I have class on Just one oh, class on Monday. Just kidding. So two. Ha. But still, I just, I feel the senioritis kicking in. I have no motivation. I have no ambition. And I know once classes start, like, it'll kick in. But I just don't want to do that. Yeah. I was like that my last semester. It's hard. Because you've been doing it for so many semesters already. You know the drill. You know you're going to go into the first, what is it called, syllabus week. You know. Oh, gosh. Classes aren't even starting until Monday. One of my professors already asked us to meet online this past week. I was like, this is illegal. This This is illegal. should not be legal. I don't understand. Was the professor there? Was it like truly a class meeting? Yeah, he just went over the syllabus. I was like, why are you wasting my time? That's so weird. Oh, you better be scared of that class. Then you know the first actual day he's going to be Oh, no, he already sent us the homework for the first day of class. Are you kidding? Yeah. (laughs) I'd love Island, though, playing on in the background when we were all talking about the syllabus. What season are you? Is it seasons? Yeah, it's season. I'm on the fourth season. Do you have a favorite? They they just, like, date, right? How does it work? It's like... I don't, I couldn't even tell you why I'm obsessed with it. My roommates think it's ridiculous and so does my brother. And I I think it's just, I'm obsessed with the accents. Like I wish I had an English accent. Well, um, I bet English people wish they thought they had your accent. I don't know. It's just very entertaining. It's like, it's just people jumping from couple to couple and I don't know. It's the drama though, isn't it? It's the drama of the thing. It's the drama of the thing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who says that who was i watching the other day tana mojo she says oh, it's the God. blank of the thing and it's 
It's every... the principle. That's the original line. Right, but she'll she'll be talking about something. I don't know, like this wine. She'll be like, oh, it's just the alcohol of the thing. And she'll say that for everything. Is that, that doesn't even make any sense. Well, maybe yeah, that was a bad example. But nonetheless, it was the sort of thing all the time. And when you just said that, I just had a real flashback in my head. Well, I think like you two, like Love Island is my guilty pleasure, but your guilty pleasure is you two. It really is. I don't even watch like, I starting though since quarantine, I blame quarantine because before that year, I watch YouTubers like, you know, the vlog squad, all the basic everyone watches type thing. But yeah, ever since quarantine, I don't know. I've not really been watching a lot of shows, but I'll like binge certain like creators. It's been bad, but it's like, it's so entertaining and I feel like, you know, you're supporting individual people. Creativity. Yeah, I appreciate their efforts. So (laughs) that's why. I think they appreciate you appreciating their efforts. Probably. And do you know, you know what Vlogmas is? No. Like Christmas vlogs? Yeah, like a lot of people um, that do like kind of vlogging anyways, they'll do a daily vlog like the whole month of December. Mm -hmm. So I have all these like YouTubers that I watch and they all post every single day, Kayla, for a month. What do you think I did that whole month? it's like ABC's like 25 days of Christmas when they do like Christmas movies every single day. I mean, yeah, kind of. I mean, <laughs> still like 10 minute vlogs, <laughs> but when you have like even 10, I mean, I don't think I watch that many that consistently, but there are probably a few that I watch pretty consistently. They're 10 minute vlogs. That's a whole hour of watching vlogs. And then you're like, well, <laughs> good night. Because <laughs> it's night. my bedtime. <laughs> I think we need to come up with some other hobbies, bro. Like, besides, oh my god, besides this freaking social media, don't get like, me into this. TV. Well, no like, one, it's just hard. I don't want it yet. It is hard because, especially, still not everything being back to normal. I have more free time than I did being an adult, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, I try to be productive most of the time, but yeah, I feel like hobbies, you are. I feel like I am too, but then, like, I look back on, like, 2020, what did I do? Well, you can't, you can't compare it to 2020, are you kidding? But you know Everyone's what I mean, like, everybody looks up. back at, like, what they did that year, like, what yeah. they accomplished, and I'm like, what happened this year? I don't even... I'm just saying, you know what I mean. I just hope 2021's better. I know it's gonna take a while, but hopefully the second half of it can be... Just a little more normal. We're off to a rough start. Yeah. (laughs) That's facts. (laughs) The first week, so many things are falling apart. Yeah. Um, We're just going to pretend that that was (laughs) still 2020. I saw someone. um, Oh, gosh. I wish I knew. I wish I could, like, credit them, too, because it was just some tweet or some video, and they were like, Oh, 2020 fighting with 2021. Like 2020 wanted to keep it going. Did you see that? And they're no, like, "This is my hilarious. encore. Like I'm not done yet." And 2021's like, "No, it's my time now. You can leave." I don't know why I found that so humorous, but I watched it like three times. That's honestly a great analogy. I feel like it's pretty accurate. The encore thing, just one more little shebang. Because it's true. I mean, our government's falling apart, but it's fine. Okay, <laughs> we're not talking about politics. We're not- Kayla made a strong stance when she said that. Well, we can talk about politics, but I don't want to get into that right now. Wow, this 
marking January, whatever the heck, that was a whole week ago when it started. But for me, this starts a new um, quarter or I guess it's really, we kind of go by like half year. Is there a name for that? Semester. Well, but they don't do that. They don't do that. (laughs) But half year, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what it's broken down to for me. And it's um, very stressful because our quotas are very high. I I mentioned this last episode, but if you didn't listen, I am in sales. And yeah, it's just, you never know what's going to happen. And it's just a lot to think about. But I feel like, especially in sales, they always, at the beginning of every new year and every new quarter, they set an ambitious goal for you guys. Anyways, that can be stressful. Am I wrong with that? No, you're right. Because they call it right now, they call it our selling season just because apparently it is the easiest time to sell to, because I sell to small businesses and they're all reevaluating and things like that. So they do try to do the most and like kind of front load our quotas, which I'm not a fan of, but like I get it. I get it. Yeah. But you know, always scared of messing up. Messing up, up because you know, you're also somebody who's very structured and you've got, you've got, <sighs> expectations for yourself to succeed mm-hmm. who doesn't who likes to not hit their goals well especially if it's such like a specific goal you didn't come up with it yourself so it's like mm-hmm. if you don't hit it it means something yeah I think that especially with a new year starting too oh everybody has these new year's resolutions yeah and there's a fear of not being able to follow through with any of those a lot after the first month, it can be hard. Yeah. I just, you know, told myself little things like, oh, I'm not going to procrastinate as much Mm. this year, or I'm going to be more active on the weekends because I like to um, sleep until like noon (laughs) almost every weekend. (laughs) Things like that. Just little, you know. Little things like that. Yeah, but nothing crazy. So I think one of mine could definitely be, and I've, I've been doing a pretty good job of it, I'd say, since the new year started, is not being on social media as much, like not checking Mm. my Snapchat or not checking Instagram. Yeah. I feel like everybody could use that. I feel like everybody could use that. I'm sure you could accomplish that though. Anyways, um, speaking of not accomplishing our goals, Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of a little bit what we're talking about today. Just kind of the stress of not being able to succeed in a way you thought you'd be able to. Mm -hmm. Um, Going into your last semester of college, does that ring true to you? How does that feel? Emily, I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, God. We posted that first podcast, and the next day, I think I had the worst anxiety that I've had in a very long time because of that. what we discussed in that podcast. I am so scared of not succeeding, and for me, what I define as success recently, and I've I talked, I've talked about this with my parents so many times. It's ridiculous. And I've talked about this with one of my friends back home is, uh, I want to be successful at whatever I decide to do with my career mm-hmm. in life. And the fact that I don't have that lined up right now. And I know we already talked about it in the last episode, but it just gives me so much anxiety because I, once I find what I'm going to do, I just want to be the best at it that I could possibly be. And I know that sounds freaking cheesy as hell, but that's, I don't know. That's just what I want out of life. I want to be good at what I'm doing and I I want to grow in it. I want to succeed in it. Yeah. And now, I mean, I feel like everyone 
not everyone, but most people do, they have that mentality. What do you think that stems from, Kayla? Mm. Personally? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it kind of, <laughs> this is going to sound so ridiculous. No. It kind of stems from the sports I played <laughs> in my childhood yeah. because I did competitive gymnastics for 10 years and then I pole vaulted for four years and both of those sports are very much a perfectionist type of sport mm -hmm. you have to have all your I don't know your skills up to par whatever you get scored on it whether right. it's from a judge or it's by how high you can jump mm -hmm. and I think just becoming a perfectionist that way I just feel like I have to, I don't know, I just have to give 100% in everything that I do. And if I'm not, then, like, I'm mad at myself about it. Why do you get mad at yourself? I don't know. I don't know. Why are you, why are you digging into me like this? I just wanted to see what would, what would happen. I think for a lot of people, though, they have a fear of not succeeding because they have a fear of letting either their friends or their family down. Like they have this idea in their head that they are going to be successful in their job. It's they're gonna whether it's they're successful because they're high up in it, that because they're just happy with it, or maybe they feel like they're making a difference in the world. Like everyone defines successful as different or success differently. <laughs> excuse me. Yeah. No, I think that's true. <laughs> I do think a, um, a lot of it does come from the way that you're raised because I feel like a lot of people are really concerned starting from such an early age on pleasing their parents and doing things like not getting in trouble. And I think that depends a lot on your personality too. But I mean, were you the kind of kid, like even as far back as like an elementary school who you cared about like the report that went to your parents, like you cared about that well, type of yeah, stuff? Yeah, definitely. But my, I think I have been really lucky. Like my parents are very supportive, and right. they they look at it, look at it as as long as you're happy, we're happy, and as long as you're trying your best and you know you're doing your best, then that's all we can ask for. But I know that's not the case with everybody. I know, and I know I know your parents are like that. But I just think it's interesting. Why did you feel like that growing up? I feel like most people I know did. I mm -hmm. I think there's the few who can be seen as like the troublemakers who didn't care as much. And they were just, I mean, this is still talking elementary school, obviously, <laughs> where adults who can make their own decisions. But, you know, the ones who didn't care so much to follow the rules. And I think that that really truly applies to like whether you're like a people pleaser growing mm -hmm. up. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whether you cared about what your teachers, you know, thought, whether you were being successful in their eyes, aka like following the rules, paying oh, attention, yes. being even a good student as far as like your academics goes. And I think that really translates to like me today. I you know what ask, I mean? How do you feel like you're a people pleaser then today? Well, I feel like I still have that same mentality in a lot of ways it's just not something that's ever changed you're just kind of like oh I need to do this to the best of my ability why mm -hmm. not for me but for other people yeah. to like have them in a way approve me but that is such like a common like human oh that yeah thing. everyone wants approval from everyone else so crazy <laughs> which is kind of it's almost sad in a way because I feel like that's how that's kind of how society is set up anyways, is you have to be, your work defines whether or not you're approved by right. your boss, your coworkers. Right. 
your fellow classmates, your professors. I don't really like it stems from all of that. And I just like I think that's good to an extent, but also we have to realize that the amount of pressure that that puts on people, the anxiety it causes mm -hmm. that you're not always going to be 100 percent. Exactly. And you have to be comfortable and happy with yourself and what you're doing. Like you have to reflect and be like, am I, am I doing this to the best of my own abilities that I would be happy with? So what I want to know is, do you think people who are like straight A students, like the really, you know, grinding it out, mm. always top of the class, do you think they're really doing that as like, an interest in their education or do you think they also are just so concerned with being you know so-called people pleasers and not failing I think that depends I think in grade school it's more so of the fact of being a people pleaser and like getting a teacher's approval oh I thought it was the opposite see but I think in college it's more it's more for themselves, especially the kids that are wanting to go to like medical school or somewhere farther where they're really grinding, studying biology, studying chemistry to try and get those good grades so that they can get into a better school okay. or whatever. Well, you took that the very opposite way, oh, I would think. Okay, well, explain to me that. Because I think when you're younger, the classes are more so dependent on truly if you can do it like the people who are intelligent and good at like math readings things like that mm -hmm. pick it up faster and they do better just naturally it's not so much there wasn't ever so much like outside of class work there was a little bit of homework you know when you were younger but yeah nothing crazy and then when you go into college I mean yeah I get what you're saying like if you want to go to college after your bachelor's that yeah, you want to get certain grades and do that for yourself. But also I feel like at that point, you're actually kind of more independent, you can kind of make your own decisions. And I think a lot of people just don't care. They don't care. Or they just that's always been ingrained in their head to sort of be like that as a people pleaser and get good grades all the time that they don't know anything else other than that. So they just continue doing that. Yeah. Do you agree? I guess so. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. Cause I, I, yeah, I think once you're in college, unless you obviously need a specific GPA to like continue on with schooling, it's just kind of like whatever I'm here to get the degree. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like you're not as worried about succeeding. Like a lot of people that is their ending step is just getting the degree. So they're like, well, I'm here now. I just need to be able to pass this class. So it's not as like much pressure but then it, right. some people are the exact opposite I think it just kind of depends it just depends um well for now it's a lot different in college as to the fear of not succeeding because not only do you have to worry about just not passing a class but also you have jobs involved you have friendships you have other activities like other mm -hmm extracurriculars and organizations that kids are a part of that can be distracting and can also take up a lot of work on the side. Yeah. And that can be stressful because it it's hard to find that balance initially to try to do so well and succeed in your college career, but also succeed in your extracurriculars as well. Yeah. I think a lot of people, they have – 
someone i mean a lot of people have jobs like in high school but it's just not the same when you go into like internships and co-ops and things like that as well where you actually need to perform like in those jobs or else you might not get the recommendation you need for another job mm-hmm. it all kind of like trickles down so there's just a lot of like fear there's failure. so many factors that get that become involved right and you're doing everything pretty much for the first time you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's all fresh it's all new no one really kind of walks you through it unless you do you get a job where you have a direct mentor, which is always nice and things like that? You're just kind of um, figuring it out really as you go. It's a lot, but I feel like there's a lot of things that can, you know, put that stress of failure in your mind just whenever you're doing anything. Like there'll be times I worked just um, a normal job. I don't know what you call it. I was like a package handler. I worked like third shift. It was nothing rigorous but even there were times with that wasn't really using much brain power but just being there like on time every single night like I work night shift was so draining sometimes and what they expected um with the constant like schedule changes even that was like there's a pressure of being there and being attentive being awake and then still having the energy to study and do all that you need to do and not mess up (laughs) no I so remember that because we would call you like I would FaceTime you it'd be like one or two and it'd be two or three in the afternoon and you were like just waking up because you had your night shift Mm-hmm. And then I'd be like, gym buddy, want to go to the gym? And you're like, well, I want to go to the gym, but I also need to study because I have this big project coming up. And it, it can be a lot to handle. Yeah, no, definitely. I feel like, I mean, what do you think are the biggest things that people are scared of failing in college? I mean, obviously your classes. Yeah, obviously your classes. I mean, what are other things? Like finding forms of financial aid is like a big That's stress. A big stress. Um, I think on the social aspect side of it, oh it could God. just be uh, yeah. just being involved in Greek life, the, the Greek life that you want to be part of, or just friendships, relationships. Yeah. Because everything just feels so much more exaggerated at this age. I feel like that it's not like this is all just a learning era right now like this is a time to be learning but it feels like it's the real deal um yeah I just feel like whenever we fail now especially in our generation kind of the gen z millennial it's not it's not when you fail you feel that upon yourself already but then with the way like social media is like with the way people can Mm -hmm. talk and like access things you know if you mess up with something People are going to talk about it. They're going to know about it. It's never just like a personal failure moment. And I think that kind of makes even everything a little bit more, you know, serious, a little bit more pressure. Like even when we were both on, we were on the exec board in our sorority at the same time. That was something Mm -hmm. that was so just like a learning moment for us to like work on our planning skills and like our managed like men of team skills. But it felt like so much pressure just because everyone knew everyone knew yeah that's such a good that's such a good point I think especially like the with the role that you had because (laughs) you were the head of recruitment but it really was only it was high pressure high stress job just for two weeks right but if you did something wrong then everybody looks at you and you're like well you're the reason why we didn't have a successful recruitment this year right I don't know though I 
I do. I think recently, honestly, more in my post-college life, I've developed more anxiety now than I did in college, to be honest with you. Really? Why is that? I don't know. I felt like, yeah, everything felt like so much pressure in college, but I kind of knew I was like, this isn't what's making me money, (laughs) as bad as that sounds. I was like, this is literally a learning moment. Anything I do, obviously, I'm going to try to do to the best of my ability, but I don't know. I feel like there was never any like huge failure moments. So either there were just like little mistakes here and there and there are things that I just kind of moved on from. But now, like as an adult, I feel like it is different because especially being in sales, like if I don't perform and like hit my quota and succeed that way, it affects me financially. And that then puts a stress like I live in an apartment by myself. Can I make sure that I have obviously enough money to pay my bills, but then enough to do something social? Like those are all things you got to think about, like how much money you can spend to do whatever. And that's just... You know what I mean? It is. It's yeah. just a different type of stress. But it's, I think it's more real. It's it's more real. Yeah. So I feel like you got to kind of learn what your triggers are for your stress anxiety while you're in college and kind of test your limits in certain things. And you have to really remember that <laughs> when you're being an adult, because <laughs> like you, you can kind of learn how you are. Like, I know that when I go to sleep is when I think about my day the most and Mm -hmm. that's when I get the most anxiety so I kind of like tell myself before I go to bed most nights I'm like oh well I accomplished this this and this today you know Mm -hmm. I was successful try to get ahead of like thinking that way Mm -hmm. positive affirmations are a big thing yeah and I mean I know it sounds cheesy but it's true no it is true one that can calm yourself down it is true. I just hate doing that. <laughs> you know what I'm I mean? not talking about like, you're a great person. You look great today. It's more like you said yourself, like, okay, I'm meeting my quota. I'm working hard to work towards that. And just remi- reminding yourself that, again, you're doing what you can to the most of what you can and to the best of your abilities. And I feel like that's one of the main ways that you can try and prevent those triggers from happening. Yeah. I mean, like, what are some things that have, you know, you you have certain triggers too, right? What would you say, like, really stresses you out and makes you feel like you might fail? But I would say my trigger is definitely not living up to the idea of what I have or my expectations that I have planned in my head. I think that is definitely what triggers me the most because then I think to myself, well, what am I doing wrong? Why why am I not living up to the idea that I've had in my head? Like, Breaking that down into a smaller scale, do you notice like when you're about to get stressed out about something or when you're about to, or do you not know yet? Are you still trying to like, or is it not a specific thing ever that- I don't think it's ever like a specific thing. Like I know when I'm having, when I'm feeling anxious. Mm -hmm. But you never know before it's going to happen. But I never know right before it's going to happen because I'm also very much like- I'm someone who starts studying for a test a week before the test even happens. I was never like that. (laughs) So I think, like, I'm very much, I don't like to procrastinate. And I think maybe if I do start to get to that way, then I know then those triggers are going to come up faster than what I'm prepared for. Well, um, do you feel like there are ways in which you haven't succeeded or felt like you've achieved what you wanted right away in post-grad um maybe yeah I think so because I feel like um you know in college or younger even you kind of have this idea of like whatever you want to do you want it to have some sort of like 
positive impact on society or um, be more than just, you know, someone who works in an office or follow something that you're passionate about. And that's not something, I mean, I enjoy what I do, but it's definitely not something like, I remember I would research jobs, you know, about recycling type companies or like, you know, fashion sustainable. Yeah. That type of stuff. And something that I thought was going to be more for me. And it's just not something I went into. And it's not that I couldn't ever, or I don't want to still, but it's just something that in the time you, you got to do sometimes what's best for you financially. And like, in order to get started, cause you got to get those entry level jobs somewhere. So I don't know. I did feel like, Oh man, I'm kind of failing. Like what is, what is the purpose? What am I doing with my life? You go through the whole thing. You're like, is this it? But I mean, you just, I feel like you can't really think about it that broadly. You just have to, keep going with what you're doing and maybe you know find what you're passionate about find how you can do it in smaller ways until you can really truly be get to that level that you want to get to on the level I think a lot of people can relate to that too is everybody has this idea of what they want to do once they graduate college but it's true you have to think about financials first and what's going to work best for you in that time Mm -hmm. and sometimes that doesn't mean that you're going to get to do what you originally thought you were going to right away. Right. And a lot of it too was we, since we live in a smaller city here, there's not as many, you know, those type of companies as there would be in a bigger city. Yes. And it's like, I just wasn't at a place where I financially was ready to like pick up everything and move. And uh-huh. who knows if I even will at this point, but I mean, <laughs> you just have to be comfortable with the small choices and know that you can always change your mind, I think, right? Yeah, definitely. But I so relate to that because when I've been looking for jobs in Louisville, I've been looking everywhere. Mm-hmm. But when I do look for ones in Louisville, it's hard because it's a lot more smaller companies rather than bigger ones that Mm -hmm. you do see in even Indianapolis and then like Chicago and New York or Mm -hmm. literally anywhere else. Yeah, definitely. That was, that was definitely something I struggled with. I was like, I I don't know. I didn't, I don't want to say I felt useless because that sounds really (laughs) like dramatic and it wasn't that dramatic, but I don't know how else to word it. You know what I mean? You felt like you couldn't contribute in the way that, like Louisville is kind of set up and yeah. how it runs. I know what you're talking about because I feel like I'm going through that right now. Yeah. Well, I guess before we wrap it up, I think it is important to say that um, every everyone's, especially in college, you're going to have that fear of not succeeding. Again, whether it's not graduating on time, whether it's not passing a class, whether it's not getting that first initial dream job that you want or just a job that you felt would have more purpose than the the one that you're getting or a job or a job <laughs> a job in general but it's important to know and remind yourself that you sh- you really got to keep trying it's good to have those goals set up in mind because that's what is going to keep you motivated yeah god i feel like we're like some like talk show right now about success and how to live your life <laughs> And I'm not trying to be that way. <laughs> I knew, see, I knew this topic would be like that. But um, in all actuality, yeah, I think it is important. And as dumb as it is, and as much as you don't want to do it, yeah, live it to me. Live it to me. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> I think it's important for people to know, like, your plans. Like, this is what I want to accomplish in one year. 
this is what I want to accomplish in five years. And this isn't something like if you don't hit it, the world's going to come to an end. But it's something to make you think about the future and not get like stuck and not worry about failing because you you still have something to look forward to and you still are working towards. And it gives you people that are going to hold you accountable and not necessarily like condone you if you're not meeting those goals every year but just so you have it out in the universe and they can come back and be like well remember like you might be feeling stuck right now but this is what you wanted this is where you wanted to get to and yeah I feel like the biggest thing is though a lot of us and you and I are both like this we're more concerned with like not succeeding or failing Mm -hmm. we spend so much time worrying about it, but then like the percentage of times we actually fail or don't succeed is so minimal. Like maybe one out of every 10 times we're worried about something not working out Yeah, is the time it won't work out. And that's just something you got to remember too. It's, it's all going to be, if you just put in the effort, most likely you can, you can figure something out. We are capable of more than we We are capable. Okay. I hated that. Get it. (laughs) No, but that's so true. That's a very good point. I agree. Yeah. Have you ever gotten like really frustrated about something and you want to like drive somewhere, like just run away, kind of? <laughs> or is that just me? <laughs> um, well, one, yes. Two, where is this coming from? <laughs> Not in this current moment, but I was thinking about all the like fear of failure and it reminded me of the times whenever I get really stressed out. I truly, I plan in my head, I'm like, all right, if I left right now, what would I need to bring? I packed all my essentials in one luggage piece. Okay, so you know, I always think about driving. I'm like, how far can I get? Where am I going to go? Can I bring my dog? Where's the most exciting place I can get to within the next six hours? Yeah, I've never done it, but I've gone pretty far past my exit sometimes. (laughs) Just really thinking about... You really took this down a whole different route than what I thought you were going to. I thought you were about to be like, it's good to take drives to clear your mind. (laughs) But you were like, no, let's take drives and run away just for a a hot second. I'm serious. (laughs) Oh my gosh, no, but like, oh my gosh, the amount of road trips we've taken, that just reminds me of being alone in a car. Have you ever taken, like, other than going home, a road trip by yourself somewhere? Yeah. Where? Um, Just to Cincinnati. Oh, okay, yeah, that counts. (laughs) (laughs) But I was also going to visit friends. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Do you remember the, um, like, leadership conferences we had for our sorority, like the (laughs) HELOC? Well, I drove to that by myself, and it was like a couple. It was a couple hours away, but I went, and I don't really know why I went. I just like signed up. It seemed like a good thing to have to do to put on my resume. Whatever. <laughs> it's like just this conference where you're supposed to learn different leadership skills, and I go, and I just thought the whole thing was fun but boring and unhelpful like a lot of stuff you would learn in class and I remember I went trying to be like a good Samaritan and instead I meet these girls who we still follow each other on social media and we instead of like 
meeting with the other girls on our sorority from across the nation we all snuck out and went to a frat house which the campus was completely empty at the time only <laughs> mind you we found these like random got this random two guys and I they're didn't like know any of this oh my god well we did and we drank alcohol there was some other substances there as well i did not partake but nonetheless things were happening and it was so weird because like these two broskies who were just at this frat house by themselves essentially watching it like called their friends like who were kind of remind you we're in like cornfields right now there is nothing around i don't know where these people came from i know exactly what school you are talking about (laughs) and oh my god so we're just chilling and then these girls that i'm with stole people's stuff from their drawers like they went to different people's rooms they stole a composite flags like all these different things there's girls that do that when they go to frat parties they it's like it's like a reward. They go and they sneak into people's like personal items and they either take like like underwear yeah. or okay, like no. a paddle, you know, like how yeah, yeah, frats yeah, yeah. have those paddles or composites. Yeah. Oh my God. It was so funny though. And I was so <laughs> overwhelmed because meanwhile, we're at a leadership conference right. and we... And then when we went back, girls definitely knew because we, we were allowed to like walk around campus. I mean, we're, we're adults not much there anyway. But yeah, there was not much there. But people were just kind of like doing their own thing, and we weren't supposed to obviously have any alcohol or anything like that at the time. And but girls were like, "Oh, where do you guys go?" And like they knew something was up, and I just felt confronted. <laughs> not confrontation not confrontation oh my gosh so that just reminds me even when you're trying to succeed (laughs) you might you might wind up slipping up and that's okay that's okay because i had a good time (laughs) and that's all that matters well anyways guys i think we're gonna Wrap it up. Wrap it up. I can officially say that now. Yeah. Well, we just wanted to say thank you to everyone for the support on our first episode. We're really going to try to keep this up, keep it going in the consistent Sunday schedule. Yeah, I think that's what we're looking at. Because it's like a nice day to start your week off with a podcast. I think that'd be kind of cute. Yeah. But seriously, let us know. Um, We did set up our Instagram. What is it? A doll underscore or underscore not. And just DM us if you have, like, anything you want to hear us talk about, any questions, anything. We're still, like, obviously adjusting and trying to get it mm-hmm. organized. We're going to get some new equipment in soon. Yeah. So just really, you know, we appreciate any any of you guys who are listening <laughs> to this point. We really podcast. do. The support, honestly, was really exciting this past first this first yeah week so hopefully oh we can keep gosh. that going i know but the amount of stress we both had when we posted the episode <laughs> was so funny we called each other i was like panicking panicking i don't know why because oh. i've i mean i've like you know we're on social media what is yeah, the difference i guess it's just more like personal to hear someone talk for this mm-hmm. amount of time but oh my god i don't know we both were not we're okay not for okay. a while but we're here doing it again but we're here now we're gonna continue it yeah, hopefully that doesn't happen round two. We'll see how that goes. We'll keep you updated. Keep you updated. And yeah, we'll see you next week. Or yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>